Hello everyone, this is Tony coming at you with another podcast episode and today I'll be talking about my 10th grade self and how he's changed over the years. Before I dive into the episode, I just want to give a huge shout out to my supporters and anyone who's listening to the podcast right now. And I also want to add that everyone has their own unique experiences in life and because of that, anyone can start a podcast you know, talking about their life. It just requires a vulnerability and some confidence. And i that's what I appreciate about everyone's life. Like, no one's life is perfect. And that makes life somewhat entertaining because if everyone was perfect, you wouldn't have anything to improve on. And because of that, your life would get boring very quickly. Because what are you doing exactly if your life is perfect? You would be living the same life every day pretty much and it it wouldn't be exciting so i just wanted to add that in there anyway let's dive into today's podcast topic and stay with me let's go When I look at my 10th grade self, I see a very naive person. The reason why I say this is because I had no job experience, I only had my driver's permit, and I I didn't go to the gym on a regular basis. <laughs> like, during quarantine, we had to go to online school, and it was very boring because we had to join Zoom meetings, we had to do online assignments, and I was not prepared for any of those things because... I was so used to going to school in person and making that adjustment was so hard for me because I couldn't talk to people anymore. I had to join Zoom meetings from my house and I had no motivation. Like doing the assignments felt like a chore. I I pretty much cheated on most of the assignments. Well, not most of them, but some of them. Like chemistry, I cheated on like a lot of those assignments. And for social studies, I, I did the same thing pretty much, you know, like it was, it was so boring. As far as me being a rapper, I, I was improving, but I also lost my motivation because I couldn't share my music with other people. When you can't share your content with other people, it does make you question if you should keep on making content or not because either you're doing it for yourself or you're doing it because you want to share it with other people and I was rapping because I did want to share it with other people because like I mentioned in the previous episode I was getting so much attention like like the girl that asked me to rap was so attractive like there was this one time when I was walking to the bus in ninth grade and I was talking to the girl And, like, she asked me if I had a car, and she asked me if I could, like, give her a ride home. And it sucked so much because I only had my driver's permit. And I was just like, damn, bro, like, if I had my car, I could have, like, I could have hung out with this chick. Like, she was, like, so hot in high school, man. Like, and just the fact that I received that attention from making music 
motivated me to make more music. But during quarantine, I didn't receive that type of attention. Like, I was over here, like, sending it to my cousin and all that, and that was cool. But what about, like, the girls that I was sending it to before? Like, I didn't get the same effects in, in quarantine. And I was just kind of like, man, like, why am I even making music at this point if I can't send it to the girls and I can't, like, get their attention? Because, like, I was, at times I was down bad in ninth grade, but in 10th grade I was down atrociously bad, you know? Like, I just had that mindset, you know? I just had that mindset. But uh, anyway, like, I was improving as a rapper. I actually made, like, a few good songs. Like, I posted, like, this song called Going to the Top. I also posted this song called Give Me My Respect. And I made this song called Trust Issues. I made a few other songs, like I made seven or eight songs and they sounded okay, but the mixing wasn't that good. So the sound quality was like inconsistent. Actually, no, I forgot to mention this. In October of 2020, I I pretty much stopped making music because I just lost my motivation at that point because I couldn't share my music with anyone and I felt like I wasn't improving that much as a rapper and it was even hard for me to write lyrics because I had nothing to rap about. Like, I was just making things up at the time. Like, I, I made things up about, like, you know, me going on vacation to, like, Atlanta, Los Angeles, and all these fancy places and all that. I was just kind of like, you know what? I can't put so much cap in these in these songs, and I have to tell my, my truth. So I just retired from rapping at the time. Aside from that... I did apply to a few jobs. I applied to Taco Bell. I applied to Target, Walmart, uh, Popeyes, Raising Canes, and a few other places. The reason why I did this is because I was bored in quarantine. I was depressed because I had nothing to do. And to cope with that depression, all I did was listen to music, mainly hip-hop and R&B. Like, I listened to, like, Mary J. Blige. Jay Blodge, and I also listened to Mob Deep, Nas, Lil Uzi, Playboy Cardi, and a few others, and I just didn't have that much to do. So I just, you know, sat there, wasn't doing much, and I decided to apply to a, to a few jobs because I needed some experience. And during this time, I was also experimenting with my hair because I was having somewhat of an identity crisis. And I wanted to change my hair to, like, make myself look different, I guess. And naturally, I have 4C hair, but I wanted to have 3C hair because I prefer 3C hair over 4C hair. And whether that comes from a self-hatred complex or not, I don't know if that's the case. But I was trying to achieve that look, and I couldn't achieve it, unfortunately. And my dad was, like, very strict about my hair because he wanted my hair to, like, look professional. And he said that, like, one of his friends had dreads, and when he started working at the place that he started working at, um, he had to cut off his dreads. That's funny, but I'll explain that later. So I applied to all of these places, and the only place that accepted my offer was McDonald's. Every other place rejected my offer, And I'll tell you right now, when Target rejected my offer, I was so depressed because 
They said that they hired at 16, and I turned 16 in quarantine. And I was 16 years old at the time, and I was like, yes, I can work at Target. Yes, I can work at Target. But they rejected my application, and that made me so depressed. I had no hope in my life. Like, I was so depressed. Mental health issues were a serious thing in quarantine. So I was so depressed, and I just sat there, like, crying to myself, writing down my thoughts and all that. And that day, a manager from McDonald's called me, and he asked me if my name was Tony, and I said yes. And he asked me if I wanted to do an interview for McDonald's, and I was like, oh, shit this is my opportunity. So I was like, yes, I want to do that interview. And I said that so quickly. And after he, after I said that, he told me my interview was next week on Wednesday. So I was like, yes, yes, yes. So I told my parents about it. And they told me that I have to walk to my interview since at the time we only had one car for some reason, even though there were three people in the house, we only had one car. So no one could drive me to the interview since my parents were working at the time. So I walked there. And while I was walking there, I listened to All the Smoke by, like, Matt Brian. No, that's not his last name. Matt and Steven Jackson, I think. They were former NBA players. So I listened to that podcast. Paul George was on there talking about the bubble and the NBA season at the time. And I just listened to, like, Paul George talk about his playoff experience because at the time, people were calling him Pandemic P because he hit the side of the backboard when he was in the playoffs. And Paul George was just playing very badly in the 2020 NBA playoffs, and it was embarrassing for him. Moving on from that, I was listening to that podcast, walks to McDonald's for, like, 30 minutes, And I came there, and I went to the front desk, and I asked for the manager. So the manager came, and he sat me down in the lobby. We had an interview for 10 minutes, and he pretty much explained all of the rules at McDonald's. And my dad was so cautious about the interview because he was like, oh, oh, you need to wear a flannel. You need to wear fancy pants. You need to wear all this. And I was like, Dad, I'm working at a fast food restaurant. And my dad was like, My dad was like, I don't care if you're working at a fast food restaurant. You still need to prepare for this interview. I was like, okay, dad. So I did that, and I pretty much already had the job when I came to McDonald's, pretty much. So I I came there, and he pretty much just told me about my availability and my orientation. So I went to my orientation the following week. And we didn't do much there. We just talked about, like, why people go to McDonald's, which is obviously the fries. And we pretty much, like, you know, sat in a room, filled out, like, the rules of McDonald's. Like, what should I do if, like, the trash is full and no one is taking it out? You should take out the trash and all that. And, yeah, we pretty much we pretty much did all of that stuff, you know. And after... I went to the orientation. I started working at McDonald's. And on my first day, um, this guy named Colin was training me. And, yeah, (laughs) looking back at that experience, it was okay. You know, the training process, like, we just went to the drive-thru, and he gave me a headset. 
and both of us were taking drive-through orders and he he just made sure that I was doing it correctly and he also made sure that I was um, getting the orders correct as well not only uh, greeting the customer so after that first day which was which was very uneventful because I was working at the drive-through on the second day I did the same thing except I was working with this this girl that worked at McDonald's I thought she was kind of attractive um, and like we just kind of like worked at the same drive-through on my break I, I saw one of my former friends from middle school we played on opposite basketball teams so we're like we were playing against each other and like we just reconnected a little bit and I asked the person who was training me like why the ice cream machine never worked at McDonald's and she pretty much told me that our ice cream machine works and the reason why the reason why the ice cream machine doesn't work at at McDonald's like at other locations is because someone is too lazy to clean it and that made me laugh a bit because that's just kind of like I mean, McDonald's employees have the reputation of being lazy, and the ice cream machine not working is just an example of that. And even going back to what my dad said about me, you know, having to make me having to make sure that my hair is professional for work, I saw this one guy who had like long dreads who was working at McDonald's, and I was just like, why was my dad on my case? Uh, for not having my hair a certain way when I worked at McDonald's. I was I was confused at the time because this guy had his hair in dreads and I was just curling my hair and my dad was getting on my case for some reason. So yeah, that happened. And I even talked to the guy who had the dreads and he said that he dropped out of high school. And when I, when I talked to him, I... I almost respected him, mainly because he had confidence in himself and he he was good at talking to women. And I was just like, damn, this guy is cool as hell. And I don't want to sound like an idiot when I say this, but my 10th grade self thought this guy was cool for dropping out of high school. And the reason why is because in high school, you have this mindset that anything that is rebellious or anything that is considered taboo or wrong is considered cool for some reason. Like, for example, um, you know, like skipping class. Obviously, that's wrong, but the kids who do skip class get attention from other people. And when they skip class, Usually they do it with their friends. And that group of people who skip class are the cool kids in school. And that's the way that I saw this guy because he dropped out of high school. And looking back at the situation, I would say this guy was not cool. <laughs> yeah, he was not cool. But anyway, um, when I was working at McDonald's, I mo mainly worked at the drive-thru Uh on my first week of working there, there was this one time where I worked at the drive-thru without any, any training, or not any training, but no one was training me when I was working at the drive-thru, so I was working there, I was working at the drive-thru by myself 
on my third day of working at McDonald's, and I messed up this person's order because they said that they wanted to make chicken, but I accidentally gave them a, a chicken deluxe. And this customer was so mad for some reason. And they ended up calling the manager, and I just sat there so nervous because I thought I was going to get in trouble because I, I saw how mad this customer was. And I ended up um, working in a different section of the store, and someone had to train me when I was doing it because they thought I was going to make another mistake. And it was... It was embarrassing because this person was was pretty much babysitting everything that I did and they were micromanaging my my training at McDonald's. The following week, I actually worked in the kitchen. I started working in the kitchen and there was this person who trained me in the kitchen and they taught me how to make burgers and um I would say it was a it was a decent experience. Um, making the burgers was not that hard because we all we had to do was go into the freezer, get eight patties, and put those patties onto the stove. And after we put them on the stove, we had to wait 30 seconds, which is oddly suspicious for me. And after it was done cooking, we had to put salt and pepper on the burgers, and then we served it to the customer. Um, so, yeah, that was a process, and... For the quarter pounder, it was fresh meat. We put that quarter pounder on the stove and we cooked it for a minute. And while we were doing this, we had to wear gloves, thankfully, because if we didn't wear gloves, there there would be cross-contamination involved. So yeah, we did that and nothing too eventful happened. On the third week of working at McDonald's, I started working at the frying station in the kitchen which which is responsible for for the chicken nuggets, the McChickens, and all of that good stuff. So I just started working there for the chicken nuggets. Just put those, those bad boys in for two, two minutes and 30 seconds. And you just, have to, you, you just have to get the box of chicken nuggets, get two bags from the box, and smash it on the ground to separate the chicken nuggets from each other since they're frozen, and put them in the fryer for two minutes and 30 seconds. And the same, the same process is applied to McChickens as well. You do the same thing for McChickens. For the, for the chickens, for the chicken deluxe and the fish filet, we cooked them in separate fryers and it, it required more time to cook. So for the fish filet, it took three minutes to cook. And for the chicken deluxe, it took us four minutes to cook it. So whenever a customer ordered those things, it took me a very long time to, to cook those things. So yeah, that was, a, that was an adventure. And after a month of working at McDonald's, I started to, to enjoy my job. Or I didn't start enjoying my job, but I started understanding why people like working here, I guess. I enjoyed the food because it was fresh to my taste buds and it, it just tasted good because at the time I I didn't have my own bank account and whenever I went to McDonald's it was always 
because my parents wanted to go there. But when I worked at McDonald's, I went there because I worked there. And because of that, I was able to eat whatever I wanted to eat. And I was able to try everything on the menu, from the fries to the McRib. And yeah, everything just tasted so good during the first week. Like on the first day, I ordered a cheeseburger and fries. It tasted amazing. Uh, same with the McRib when that came out. The McRib, man, I loved that. The barbecue sauce, the onions, it tasted amazing. I just loved the McRib. So I was eating a lot of junk food at the time, and I also looked up to a guy who dropped out of high school. What an interesting 10th grade self. What an interesting 10th grade self. Um, aside from that... I didn't do too much. After a month of working at McDonald's, I also started working at the fry station, and that was a bad experience because um, I cut my finger when I was working there, and it's because I was getting one of the fry containers, and I had to, I had to unfold the fry, the fry container because at McDonald's they have the the signature red fry containers. And I had to unfold it, and I cut my finger while, while I was doing that. And it was a hectic experience because after I cut my finger, we started to get into a rush hour, and I had to make so many fries. Like, I went to the fry dispenser, and I, I cooked three baskets of fries in the fryer because I, I was in a rush, and everyone was waiting for their fries. Like, people, people who were making the orders had to gather all of the food for the order. So if someone ordered two cheeseburgers, they had to go to, they had to go to the cheeseburger station and get two cheeseburgers. And if they ordered two large fries, they had to go to the fry station and order two fries, two large fries. Or not order, they had to get two large fries for the person who ordered the food. So when that happened, it was terrible because everyone was asking me, yo, Tony, I need two large fries. I need one medium fry. I need five small fries. I need this. I need that. And it was so hectic because I had to fry. I had to cook the fries in the fryer. That took three minutes. Then I had to put them into this pile. And after I put, it into, after I put the fries into the pile... I had to put salt on the fries, mix it around. Then I had to, like, put the fries into the containers. And that was terrible, especially because when the fries were out of the fryer, they were so hot. So there were times where I burned, not burned, but I touched the fries with, like, my bare hands by accident. And it, and it was so hot that it almost burned my hands. And the oil was splashing everywhere when I put the fries in the in the in the pile it was painful and it it was a terrible experience you know working in the fry station the worst part about that is that after they trained me at the fry station these motherfuckers always asked me to work there and i'm just like why do you want me to work at the fry station i'm so slow and sometimes people not even people the managers would ask me to work there because no one else could do it. And I was so pissed off when, when those things happened. And 
That was not worth it, especially because I only got paid $10 an hour. It was bad. But, yeah, it, it, it sucked. You know, it sucked, man. It, it, it really sucked. But, you know, moving on to some of the friends that I had at McDonald's, I had this one kid um, who was irritating because he was a year younger than I was, and he kept on doing these weird things for attention. Like, I don't know exactly what he did, but there were times where he... Oh, yeah, no, no, I do know what he was doing. So there was this one time where he ordered 30 McChickens because he wanted to troll everyone. And then there were times where he worked at the at the drive-thru and he handed the person the wrong order intentionally. And then we had to remake the food because this guy kept on handing out the wrong orders and the wrong drinks. And it was just so irritating. I'm glad that the managers yelled at that guy. He deserved it. But looking back, I really wish that I didn't associate myself with that guy because he did something that pissed me off. I'll get to that later. But yeah, it, it was hectic, to say the least. Then I had this other friend who worked at McDonald's, and, you know, he he was okay. I mean, he, he seems like a very laid-back person, but he only works during the nighttime, and he kept on complaining about the, the people who worked in the morning because, you know, like... The people who work in the morning at McDonald's always complain about the night shift workers because um, if something doesn't work in the morning, then they always blame the night shift workers. If something doesn't work during the nighttime, then the night shift workers blame the morning workers, and they also complain about the morning workers, the morning shift workers complaining about them. And he always complained. He always complained about that, and. Man, there was this one time where he cursed out a manager in Spanish because the the manager was Hispanic, and I think the manager told my friend to, like, you know, change his dress code or, like, to stop, to stop drinking something, and he just yelled back saying something in Spanish. I don't know what he said, but... Yeah, it was hilarious. And there was this, there was a girl that worked at McDonald's who I kind of liked, but I completely fumbled the bag because, like, I had this one conversation with her, like, when she start, first started working at McDonald's. And then, you know, we talked a little bit. She wasn't that interested, but it was an okay conversation. Then... Later on, I was working at the fry station, and she approached me, and I literally froze up because I, I didn't know what to say at the time. Like, I was so nervous. Like, she said, oh, hi, Tony, and I, was, I just froze up. And I don't know what happened at that moment, but it was, it was bad. I'll say that because after that happened, I didn't get another chance to talk to that girl. So that... That kind of sucked, but, you know, moving on, you know, me and my friends, the one, the one who was on 
the one who I played against in basketball, um, we worked in the in the kitchen together, and we just had you know conversations about school. And he said he was traveling to Egypt during the summer, so I thought that was cool. And yeah, we just we just had a, a fun and normal conversation, I guess. And we also talked about basketball, like the NBA. We talked about Kevin Durant and um, the Nets as well. And yeah, we just had a normal conversation, I would say. Um, there was this other time where I worked at McDonald's and I started to realize that everything is frozen. Like the fries are frozen, the cookies are frozen, the apple pies are frozen, the burgers are frozen, um, the chicken nuggets are frozen, pretty much, oh yeah, and the biscuits are frozen, the eggs are frozen, the sausages are frozen, pretty much everything at McDonald's is damn near frozen. and. For the pancakes, all you have to do is heat them up in the microwave for 30 seconds, and they charge $3.39 for the pancakes, which I thought was a ripoff. And when I worked in the morning, McDonald's was so busy. Like, it was busy as hell because everyone wanted to get a coffee. Everyone wanted to get a chicken, a McChicken biscuit. Everyone wanted to get a sausage biscuit. And there was this one idiot who ordered a, 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 a sausage biscuit without the sausage. And I was just, bro, you're paying more money for a, mix, for a sausage biscuit instead of ordering a normal biscuit without the sausage. You're paying another dollar. I don't understand why he did that. And I thought it was hilarious. Then there was another customer who ordered a cheeseburger without cheese. And I'm just, bro, I'm just like, bro order a hamburger instead. Like, working at McDonald's made me realize how, how, uh, how people think about these things. And I was surprised about that. And there was this other time where I worked at McDonald's and I, I um, worked at the, at the food drive, like, I worked at the handoff station where you hand the customer their food and I was also taking orders at the same time through the headset. And there was this one customer who smelled like weed. His whole car smelled like weed and he was bumping some, some music in his car. And after he left the, the handoff station, the whole area smelled like weed. Like the handoff station smelled like weed after he left. When I, <laughs> it was hilarious, like I was talking to my friend about it and when you're on the headset, you have a mute button and you also have an unmute button. And when I was on the headset, I forgot to mute my microphone. And when I was talking to my friend, I said, man, this place smells like weed and all this stuff. And the customer heard what I said and he was like, <laughs> he just started laughing. And it was hilarious. And he just asked me, like, if I was taking his order if I, or if I was talking to my friend. <laughs> and he heard everything that I said through the drive through speaker. Like, he's, he heard me talking about weed. And it was unprofessional, but it was funny at the same time. And, yeah, it was hilarious. So I, I did that. 
I gave the person their order and I moved on with my day. And there was another time where, <laughs> um, actually it was on the same day. So the guy, there was a guy mopping the floor and I almost slipped. And because of that, um, I told one of my coworkers about how, slip, how slippery the floor was and I forgot to mute my headset and there was a guy in the drive-thru who heard everything that I said. Like I said, don't do this again or else, you know, someone's going to, to injure themselves by cracking their, their bones on the, on the damn floor. And I was laughing about it too. And the customer was like, huh? Huh? <laughs> and it was unprofessional again, but I thought it was funny at the time because <laughs> I forgot to mute my headset there was this other time where um, I talked about the fish <laughs> I talked about the fish fillet being a ripoff and I was just saying so many negative things about the fish fillet <laughs> and a customer ordered the fish fillet and they heard everything that I said and the customer was like yo why are you talking about the fish fillet like that I'll report you to your manager if you keep on doing this and I forgot to mute my headset. <laughs> and yeah, it was <laughs> it was kind of funny, you know, that the customer actually heard what I said about the fish fillet. <laughs> I just forgot to mute my headset. And looking back at my 10th grade self, I was very immature at the time. And I did some stupid things at the time. And yeah, it was just... It was hilarious at the time, you know. There was this other time where, you know, I I was training one of my coworkers, and a customer ordered a a, a, Mc, a bacon McDouble, and I gave her a bacon McDouble. Or actually, no, no, it was the other way around. She asked for a cheeseburger with bacon, and I gave her a cheeseburger with bacon. And when I gave her the cheeseburger with bacon, she said, four dollars and nineteen cents? Why are you guys over why are you guys charging me that much? And I was just like, I can give you a bacon McDouble. And she was like, No, no, I want a cheeseburger with bacon. I want a cheeseburger with bacon. And me and my coworker were laughing our asses off because this customer was so mad for no reason. Cause I offered an alternative option. And she just kept on screaming. And eventually she just left the drive-thru because of that. And she was so pissed off. You know, that was, that was hilarious when that happened. <laughs> like, it, it was just, man. So things like that, man. Things like that made, made uh, the working experience enjoyable. Because everything else was unenjoyable. The managers were strict, like... I was I was working at the fry station and my throat was getting very dry so I had a drink by the fry station and the manager told me I had to put my drink in the break room and it was hard for me to do that because I was getting thirsty and she was expecting me to make my fries on time like she was like yo Tony you need to make you need to make fries at a quicker pace you need to work faster and I tried my best but I couldn't because I was dehydrated and this manager didn't understand that, and it pissed me off. I tried my best to keep up, 
and it just ticked me off. There was this other time where I was working in the kitchen, I, and I usually bring drinks into the kitchen. But one time, my manager was like, oh, Tony, you can't do that. And I was just pissed off because usually I am allowed to do that. And then the next time, he allowed it to happen again. He allowed me to bring drinks into the, into the, uh, into the kitchen. And it just pissed me off how they were inconsistent with those rules and how they were enforced. And I just got so mad about that. Moving on to my friends who I mentioned earlier who dropped out of high school, um, I actually asked them if dropping out of high school was a good idea because I was an idiot at the time. I shouldn't call myself an idiot, but I wanted to drop... Well, I didn't want to drop out of high school. I just wanted to be cool. And he looked me dead in my face, and he said dropping out of high school was the biggest regret of my life. And he said that word for word. And I was surprised about that, because from that moment forward, I decided that I wanted to finish high school. So I would say that was a major life changed from that moment. And even with that friend in particular, we actually played we actually played um video games together. Like both of us had 2K20 and we we played online and he destroyed me. Like it was terrible cuz I had the worst team I had the worst team that you can imagine, and he destroyed me by 40 points when we were playing 2K. And there was this other time where we actually played basketball in real life, like we did 1v1s, and this kid destroyed me because he was very strong. And (laughs) after he destroyed me, we actually went to his dad's house, and when we were walking there, there was this one guy who, or no, not this one guy, but this one girl who was driving with her friend. And this girl pulled out her phone, and as she was driving past us, she took a photo of us for some reason. And my friend was like, what the fuck was that? And I don't know what happened. Why did she take a photo of us? Like, we were walking to, to his dad's house, and for, for some reason, this guy, I mean, guy, this girl took a picture of us. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And after he destroyed me in basketball, like, he called me up later on Instagram. And he was like, yo, Tony, we have to 1v1 again sometime. And I was like, I don't know, because I, I completely got destroyed. Um, I completely got destroyed when we played basketball together. But, yeah, that happened. And the friend who I mentioned earlier, the guy who was very immature and a year younger than I was, he did something that really ticks me off. So there was this girl that I, I liked at McDonald's, and I, I had her Instagram because, like, we talked a little bit. Um, I actually freestyled for her, like, for two minutes because I wanted to impress this girl so bad. And after I I was done freestyling, um, she gave me her Instagram and she even told me that she knows like, she knows this guy 
that I'm friends with as well. Like, we had mutual friends. Yeah, mutual friends. So, yeah, we just talked to each other a little bit. And the thing that pissed me off about the friends that I was mentioning earlier is just him cock-blocking me. Because there was this one day where I was, like, having a conversation with the girl that I liked at, at McDonald's. We were just talking about our plans for the summer. And um, we just talked, you know, we just talked about, like, where we wanted to work at. She told me that her brother worked at, at Walmart and he actually got fired because he kept on showing up late. And it was like the funniest thing ever because this guy <laughs> was so irresponsible. I think his name was, actually, I'm not going to say his name, but it was just hilarious. And for this girl, like, she was actually, she actually knew um, my friend who was a year younger than me because they were childhood friends. And this kid was so annoying. Um, he actually vaped and he told me that he vaped in the bathroom and um, this kid was like trying to make fun of the girl who I was talking to like she, he said oh yeah well you don't have your driver's permit and you don't have this and that and blah 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 and she told him to shut up and then like I ganged up on my friend and I was like yeah bro why do you keep on vaping in the bathroom? Why do you keep on doing this? And then the, my crush was like, oh, you, you're vaping in the bathroom? I'll tell your mom about that. And I was just like, <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. And then after I said that, uh, this kid was like, Tony, don't say that anymore, bro. I'm going to get in trouble if you say that again. And I was, I was somewhat cautious when I talked about my friends because I didn't want to get in trouble. But... Later that day, um, I went up to this the girl, and I asked her for her number, and she t- she started telling me what her number was, and while she was telling me what her number was, my friends cock blocked me, and she was like, "Ooh, ooh, oh, you're giving Tony your number. Yo, can you give me your number as well? Can you can you please give me your phone number?" And she had to tell this kid to shut the fuck up. And I had to tell him to shut up, too. And I had to tell him, bro, mind your own business. Get out of here. <laughs> and then after that happened, I asked her for her number again. And she finished giving me her number. And then after I got her number, he came back. And he, he kept on harassing me. And he was like, yo, Tony, can you repeat her number to me? Can you repeat her number to me? And I was just like, bro, can you shut the fuck up? And it was so irritating. But anyway, like, yeah, like, I I just texted that girl that night. We had a mini conversation, kept on working at McDonald's. And, yeah, I would say, you know, the first two months were good because I tried everything on the menu from the fries to the McRibs. But, you know, in April, that's when things started to get worse because... Um, everything started to get busier and it was hectic at the time to say the least like I remember when we opened up the lobby and there were two kids who went to the lobby and they ordered two drinks and here's what happened they ordered two drinks 
and they spilled it on the table and they made a huge mess and then they left the restaurant and we had to clean it up and everyone was like freaking out about it because we just opened up the lobby and that incident happened and it was just it was hilarious you know looking back at it now and there was this other time where my friends from middle school gave a customer a raw quarter pounder because me and him were working in the kitchen he placed a quarter pounder on the stove and he cooked it for a minute but unfortunately some of the stoves don't work well they don't work that well and and because of that some of the burgers didn't fully cook and unfortunately for my friend he didn't notice that the quarter pounder didn't fully cook and after he he realized that um that the quarter pounder wasn't fully cooked he started freaking out because he knew that he was going to get in trouble and here's what happened so he cooks the quarter pounder gave it to the customer and the customer bit into it and the and the quarter pounder was raw <laughs> and the customer was so pissed off the customer called the manager and some of the managers who were working at McDonald's during that time came to the kitchen and they talked to my friend about what happened and my friend started freaking out and it was it was devastating to say the least because it wasn't my friend's fault because the quarter pounder did look it it looked very cooked it looked very normal to me but for whatever reason it didn't cook properly because the stove was malfunctioning and when that happened you know my managers had to make sure that the meat was at the right temperature because if it wasn't at the right temperature then it wasn't fully cooked and it was just a hectic experience for my friends cuz he had to be cautious um from that point forward when he was working in the kitchen because he cooked a, a raw quarter pounder and even i had to be cautious because some of the stoves didn't cook the burgers correctly like there were times where i worked in the kitchen i lifted up the lid and some of the burgers were still pink the meat was still pink it wasn't brown and it wasn't cooking properly and i had to cook the burgers for a longer period of time because it wasn't cooking properly it sucked but yeah that's that was just part of life but this episode is uh getting very long and i should probably end it right here but i'm glad that everyone tuned into the podcast thank you for anyone who stayed this long into the podcast I'll talk more about these things in the next episode, but I'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a good one. Peace.